I said to Geoffrey to bring the lager for him and he turned up with the euphonium. Silly boy. Hello, tis me, Stu Simpson. You've reached the Stu Simpson show. Yes, we had to talk about all things creative and we're still on Draws Off. This is week three. In week three of Draws Off, we get to speak to Solomon, who's a 26-year-old architecture student. You've got no life drawing experience whatsoever. Julie, a 52-year-old yoga instructor from Glastonbury. James, who's a 59-year-old engineer from Suffolk. Tiggy, a 22-year-old art graduate who's quite nervous, but very, very talented indeed. 36-year-old Brad, who's a bodybuilder from Surrey, who's got four kids, and a missus who's very supportive of his drawings, and a business all of his own. So, this is what they all had to say for themselves. How much fun we had. Welcome, everybody. Week three of Draws Off. Welcome to the Stu Simpson Show. How is everybody today? Yeah, very good, thank you. <laughs> all good, all good, all good. So that is the cacophony, which is Julie, Solomon, Tiggy, Brad and James. So we're going to start with Brad. According to Twitter, the lady's favourite. He's all over the Twitter sphere at the moment. All of the, he's been. How do you feel about being objectified on Twitter, Brad? <laughs> oh, loving it. It make, makes a change to, change to not be objectified, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I've been married a long time now, so I've not been objectified for a while, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh, I know how you feel, mate. <laughs> so, I've got a couple of questions. Yeah, absolutely. Are you mm-hmm. either a huge fan of Katie Price or the 90s basketball star <laughs> who had his own brand of trainers, or do you have a friend who's called Jordan? Do you know what? It's a bit of a weird story. It's actually, it's actually my little brother's name. Huh? And um, and I decided to get it done after I passed my provisional license to drive a vehicle, which was when I was about uh, 17, I was. So uh, I thought I'd get that. And I got my brother's name because I thought if I got my brother's name, my mum wouldn't tell me off so much. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that's actually my brother's name. <laughs> that's excellent. That's really good. Oh. And um, did you have any time in the, the forces, perhaps? Because you've got Fratelli in Army, which obviously in Italian means brothers in arms. Quite often get asked that, but no, it's, that was actually me and my wingman at the time got that done when we were clubbing back in the day, yeah. and uh, and it, it basically had the same connotation. We we, we were brothers in arms <laughs> still, but for different reasons. Excellent, that's even better. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure you've all got lots and lots of interesting stories. So, Brad, you chose James as your winner for that day. Yeah. It had Hockney-esque qualities. Is was that one of the reasons why you chose Brad? Because you're a Hockney fan. I liked what, what James had done, to be fair. It was pretty striking and he, he sort of covered the whole page. And it, it did have that sort of essence of it was a bit Greco-Roman-y. It was a little bit Hockney-esque. And, uh, and I was drawn to it. Obviously, the others were, were technically proficient and, and really good as well. But I was just uh, drawn to it straight away. So, yeah, I mean, that was kind of my reasoning for, uh, for, for going for James on that one. Yeah, it seems that the public opinion so far, we're only in, when we're recording this, we're on, on the day three of, um, of your set of programmings, and sure. everybody's kind of just like, Tiggy's amazing, and her technical yeah, abilities yeah. are really incredible. But we're, Absolutely. We're, we've seen two episodes so far, and, uh, and nobody's chosen that yet. So far, you've not been chosen as a winner. How did you feel about that? To be honest, I didn't mind. Like, I think... I mean, from the feedback I've got from everyone else as well, a lot of friends and family, they're like, oh, why have you not been chosen? I think that's the beauty of art. It's so subjective. And, you know, I instantly, to be fair, was also drawn to James's when all of them got put together. And I also was drawn to Solomon's on day two. So I think sometimes when you're, you just have to go with your gut and if it's 
instinct and you see a painting and you're like that is amazing you're gonna go that you're not gonna faff around with like the technical bits of it that you think are better and it's yeah it's just not about that and I think I think I've seen quite a few things online and stuff and I just think people need to understand that art is so subjective and personal that you know everyone's gonna have their own opinions we were told by production be careful about what you look about online and all that sort of stuff and twitter yeah and no all that. I, I know I haven't like gone out searching for um stuff I don't have like twitter or anything like that but comments that I've had from followers I don't know people that you know all positive things all mm. great things about the show but just yeah that like I oh, thought you were going to get chosen and I was just like I don't really care like I don't need to hear that but it's <laughs> it's lovely that people do say that but at the same time I think they don't have to if that makes sense <laughs> yeah but, but James James you did get chosen and that must have been a bit of a boost for you it was it was a relief <laughs> it was like, I thought oh I've got something that's okay and I think we, I think arts as a rule have a lot of self doubt about their work. Is it good enough? Is worthy? Is it? I mean, I've got a piece of work here now, and uh, I'm, I keep looking at it. and I think it's wrong. I know it's wrong, but I can't see how to correct it, and that's what I find rather frustrating. But uh, no, it was great to have uh, the piece taken and, and Brad to choose me, and then, uh, and then of course, then the pressure's on to uh, carry on and do. <laughs> Another one, and another one, yeah. and another one. <laughs> and yesterday we yeah. saw Julie model. Yeah. So Julie, how, how was the modelling experience for you? I really enjoyed it, actually. I think they all made me feel like such a superstar. They look after you so well, and 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 you're kind of well protected. I, I really didn't mind it. In fact, it gave me a bit of a break from painting. Because <laughs> yeah. it was so early on, and the pressure of painting at the beginning was it was the time and everything I was just like oh no I can relax a bit now <laughs> yeah did everybody find the timing very difficult it's a very short amount of time yeah Solomon Horrible. you on the first especially on the first day you were like I've only got an hour <laughs> yeah yeah it's definitely because like as I said the things that I normally do would take me hours to work on and to have to condense the whole process the you know decision making things that you do you know the corrections that you make all into an hour and still produce something that's right in front of you. It was just a lot, especially on the first day when you mm. don't know what you're doing. You've not really done life drawing before. So you don't know how to time yourself, when no. to stop the outline process, when yeah. to stop, you know, yeah. actually going into detail. It was just really overwhelming. And yeah, the time pressure just makes it a lot harder in that aspect. So did you take your sort of architectural mindset into the, into the classroom, so to speak? Is that how you approach life drawing on the first day um in terms of architecturally it was i tried to put in a lot more of the background in in order to like get a nice structure going on for the whole piece but then as you'll realize you don't need to add everything into a life drawing pain <laughs> you don't have the time for that and if you saw the drawing on first day i literally tried to put like everything in the curtains the you know the stool yeah. the stage everything and it just you know you, you lose time same, doing yeah. that <laughs> but you learn you know and that's the good thing about it. you do learn as you go along yeah as the yeah. week went on did you feel as if that your styles became a bit looser and a little bit 
maybe you felt less pressure because you've got more used to the experience mm, yeah I think so I, I mean I hadn't done life drawing before and I hadn't been I hadn't been used to the time I tried to practice at home but just from a picture I didn't have a model to, to practice with so I was trying to experiment with like my medium as well and the thinners because I usually paint in oils at home landscapes or portraits from a photo taking as long as I want but I kind of used the wrong thinner on the first day and then the next day I was trying um, acrylics and I'm not really used to them they dry too quickly for me I was just trying all different things and then it kind of taking it all on board really so by the end of the week I'd had Diana's advice and I was back to a, a medium I was used to and it felt better by the end yeah. of the week Tiggy, did you, did you, because you added more heads and, and other parts of the body <laughs> as the week. So do we eventually get, uh, yeah, do we eventually get a full body off you? You do. Yeah, you do. Um, yeah, I think it's, uh, heads have just, I've always just swayed away from them as much as possible because uh, they petrify me a little bit. So, and I think I realised on the, after the first day, I was like, I need to actually put a head on these bodies because everyone else is doing that and it, it doesn't stand out in a good way. So. You're the Henry VIII of the draws off. <laughs> yeah. Off with the heads. <laughs> James, I feel as if your style is probably the, the, the loosest out of everybody's. Did you get even looser, perhaps, as the week went on? Or did you kind of tighten up ever no, so slightly? I don't, I don't know if I did, actually. I, I felt a fair bit under pressure throughout the whole uh, system. Although working with these people, it, it's, uh, it's great as an experience. And it's great after actually having a lot of period of time where I wasn't able to do draw with having someone else in the room with us. That makes a lot of difference. And you, I think we all probably develop this ability to draw the more three-dimensional figure rather than the very much flat figure, which you get when you're just working from a photograph or, or, or some sort of still. I think there's a relationship between the model and the artist, which you can never really get from a photograph because you're not just depicting something, you're trying to get a feeling of somebody. It's the personality, isn't it? And yeah. and what they're trying to convey as well in, in about their personality in their pose. The energy is a lot that's not seen either there's a lot that you feel as Absolutely. well as it's 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 a whole experience isn't it so why did you chose the Rodan's thinker for your pose what were you trying to convey <laughs> well I had no idea which pose to choose and um Mutia actually kind of gave me some suggestions because I just I was like I have no idea not did not experience it at all before I wanted something that was kind of fairly yoga-ish and I wanted to be sitting down it was more of a rather than a thinker it was yeah. kind of more of a you know Rodan's ponderer <laughs> yeah my, kind of like this is who I am you know and I have to say I was probably being a bit modest as well I wanted to <laughs> it's a kind of a security thing too you know was that because of the doll yeah <laughs> <laughs> well that was very funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm vegan, so there was only one thing on offer when I um kind of got to the hotel in the evening. I was really hungry. Yeah, I'd had dal then. And then that was all that they had on offer for me for lunch the next day. And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> but there you go. <laughs> so Diana's advice, it seems to be going some people are are liking it and other people are just going, What? Just go away. <laughs> so how how did uh <laughs> so Brad, how did you feel about Diana's advice? 
Yeah, do you know, I was quite happy to take anything that was being thrown my way, to be honest with you. I'm a complete amateur. So, you know, the last time I did anything with any kind of advice was at, was at school, so which is a long time ago now. And, you know, if I'm doing art for myself, I'm, I'm generally sort of locked away in a, in a bedroom or a kitchen somewhere. So it, it was actually really nice to get a second opinion rather than my wife come in and, and be like, oh, that's really good. You know, when it might it might not be that great. Um, so it's good, it's good to get a critical eye on it. And, you know, I, I certainly don't take offence to uh, someone sort of advising me that's got, you know, way more experience than myself. So, yeah, no, I was quite happy to run with what Diana was saying. Was that the same feeling in the group? Yeah, I was there to learn, really. It was an experience to, to learn from. And, you know, she wasn't there to kind of criticise us personally. She was there to help us. Yeah. yeah. I can imagine it comes off a lot more harsher on TV mm. because you don't get any of the context <laughs> yeah. behind it or you yeah. just get the one liner that she says. But yeah. in context of everything that she says, you know, you realise that, you know, it's all to help you develop and build. But through editing, I can see why some people would just be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, she's yeah. only saying the odd negative thing. I think when anybody watches any sort of reality TV things, they, they end up sort of Put them putting themselves in that situation and they'll be yeah. kind of like so how would they deal with that pressure of going to go this is already quite stressful enough i, I can't do yeah. this woman telling me what to do i've already done the thing <laughs> i've got to redo it um, so, i quite often see as well the um uh artists being really sort of precious of their work as well so uh, you know if, if they're putting their sort of you know their emotions and stuff into it and it's getting criticized you could see you know a couple of the other previous contestants have, have got a little bit edgy um you know because you know you know you do put your sort of thoughts and your feelings on the page sometimes yeah you know so some people react slightly differently don't they yeah it's that balance between trying to do your personal style and sort of learning how to do new things on the spot so you're yeah definitely comfortable and showing the world sort of what you're good at but at the same time do you want to learn do you want to grow in that experience and that balance on tv in that short amount of time i can imagine it being like quite a lot yeah yeah, yeah. 100%. Uh, so I, think um, I had a little bit of a problem with her in the, in the fact that i was working through my normal style of the way i paint Mm. And she was trying to encourage me to do other things, which I would do further on in the painting. So mm. the time scale of what, what you would do, you might concentrate on a particular foot, for instance, and then you might work to the head, or you might put one coat of paint on before you put another coat of paint on. I think she said one time, but uh, uh, I'm going to put some more detail. Well, yes, but that comes further along the sketch. So it's just a period, it's just a really a, a style thing of, how were you paint? I felt lots of different pressures from different areas. So the fact that you've got cameras in your face, uh, um, you've got people talking to you, you've got an hour to do it, and it's been filmed in the middle of a pandemic. So you kind of <laughs> go, and I can't, and you go, this is such an emotional experience. And generally in emotional experiences with other people, we as humans, we want to hug and we want to kind of, and we're, we're mm. bond, bonding with these other people. Our group made great friends and I'm sure you all look like you get on like really, really well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you feel as if these are going to be friendships which will continue and the group will grow perhaps? I hope so. Yeah, definitely. The thing is, uh, like geographically, we're all miles apart. We're all in completely different parts of the country. But I mean, certainly if there was, you know, like a, a reunion or whatever to, you know, come out of it, I'd definitely be there like a shot. I had a great time. Except yeah. Tiggy's um, lives well, she, where she's a student. My daughter is in a student flat over the road to where Tiggy's 
diagonally opposite. I can actually see the building that she'd be in, like literally yeah. from my flat. <laughs> That's mad. She's going it's back annoying. after April, by the way, Tiggy. So you'll have to. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, we'll have to get in touch. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I was going to say we should definitely have a reunion, either like in Manchester or something, and go on a night. Yeah. Go, go drinking. Be That'd be fun. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Because that was a shame. We couldn't actually um, mm. couldn't socialise. So you know, we couldn't mm. go out for like yeah. a Drink debrief. Harder, Solomon. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I might might slept better then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So how did you pass the time in the green room? Some get, give us some backstage gossip. We did oh. yoga on one day, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, was just, it was just a lot of talking um, about different things, like, mm. um, and James telling all his fantastic stories. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Those could not be repeated on here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you continue the plate gallery, shall we call we it? We did. We did. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Bruce. I want to know where those plates are now. I drew the first plate. Oh, so I, I, was I, it I do remember. I it was because of the moustache. Yes. The, yes. Yeah. 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 No, we <laughs> we it. did we did our own face each though. We didn't yeah. have yeah. one person do it all. Excellent. Because the shows haven't been chronological, have they? It's no. the other way around. Uh, I think. Oh, yeah. So we, uh, I recorded the first week, and when uh, by the looks of things, we're last. So yeah, it, we were second. Yeah. Ooh, ah, interesting. Yeah. Are there going to be any collaborations from this, artistically speaking? That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be cool. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That'd be really cool. And finally, wrapping up, would everybody like to just sort of tell us where they can get in touch with you on social media if you want to find the, if they want to find about your art and to sell your work, <laughs> basically. <laughs> so, Julie, let's start with you. Yes. So I have a an art website. So julielovelockart.co.uk and I also have a Facebook page, Julie Lovelock's Art for Art's Sake and I'm on Instagram and Twitter as Jules Love, J-O-O-L-Z-L-O-V-E. And Solomon? You can find my work at my website, which is SARCHUK. That's where you can generally find a lot of my work and sort of what I'm doing. You can find my stuff on Instagram at um, SARCHUK. UK as well on Instagram or you can follow me personally on Solomon the Artist on Instagram as well you can also find me on Facebook Solomon Adavi if you want to see my work but yeah and Tiggy so on Instagram Tiggy Paints um and then I'm on TikTok as well recently I've joined that so uh, that's it's, <laughs> it's Tiggy it's underscore Tiggy um so can we see I've you dancing Facebook. on TikTok <laughs> no, no, it's strictly painting. I no, I can't. I can't do the dances. <laughs> I wish I could. But I can't. <laughs> um, yeah, and then my website's tiggy.me. Tiggy dot. Uh, tiggy.me. Me, Brad. Yeah, sure. So I'm. Um, yeah, I'm on Insta as uh, Brad Davis Art, and on Facebook as Brad Davis. But there is a Brad Davis Art page on there as well. So yeah, it's just bits and pieces that I've done for fun and some commissions and stuff on there. So yeah, to go. Wonderful. And gyms. Well, I found to be very unconnected altogether, but I have got a Facebook page, which is James Davis hyphen art at hotmail.com. That's about it. <laughs> but, there, but there's a lovely picture of you dressed up in there uh, with paints and a hat. Was that a bit of performance art? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I'm a little bit of a character. I think that was a fancy dress uh, uh, evening. And, um, but uh, what uh, was kind of interesting, little tale about that one was that uh, I asked my niece to actually 
uh, make me up, thinking I would be there for about 10 minutes in makeup, and she took about two and a half hours. <laughs> Excellent. Makeup <laughs> often takes a lot longer than we expect. So, um, and one last question for you all, would you ever model again? Yeah, yeah. let's start with, start yeah. with James, because I, I, I believe I'm seeing James get his drawers off tonight. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a very, uh, I model very irregular, but regularly. So um, I haven't got a problem in, um, in the taking my clothes off to be drawn. I'm very still and give people a bit of a challenge to draw. So sorry, did you say you're, you're barely still? Very <laughs> still and barely hot, still. Hot. <laughs> Excellent. And um, Brad, you've obviously got a lot of experience modelling. <laughs> will, will, will you continue to get your draws off? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it depends on the outcome, like with regards to my kids cringing or not. But um, if, I can keep it, if I can keep it secret, I will. <laughs> Excellent. Tiggy? Um, yes, definitely. Yes, uh, I think so. I think it gave me a bit more confidence to sit and pose with someone. So it's definitely on the cards, hopefully, when lockdown cool. gets over. <laughs> yes, more jabs, more jabs. Yeah. <laughs> Solomon, what about yourself? Um, I didn't think I would, but after going through the experience, I think I definitely would give it another try. Um, just because I think there was just something like really nice about, you know, using your body as the piece of art rather than being you know the artist behind it and yeah I just thought it was really it was really nice experience and something I'd like to do again you know inspire more people um through that way if you know it works good body positivity I like to hear that's <laughs> fantastic and Julie what about yourself are you going to do it again yeah yeah I give it a go yeah definitely Wonderful. well thank you ever so much every single every single one of you you're all very very beautiful people so in, <laughs> and Outside Take, and in, you're amazing. Takes okay. one to know one, Stu. <laughs> oh, bless you. Thank you. So, from, from, a, from one yogi to another, Julie, namaste. Namaste. And, and, oh. and, and, and oh, oh, thank you, Jim. So I thank know. you, ev thank you ev everybody. It's been amazing and so lovely to meet you all. Cheers, Stu. Thank, thank you, Stu. So Take care uh, and um, yeah, Take care. stay in touch. Yeah, definitely. Bye, bye, bye. Well, that was jolly good fun, wasn't it? Massive thank you to Solomon, Julie, James, Tiggy, and Brad. What a wonderful, wonderful week on Draws Off it's been. Thank you very much for listening to the Stu Simpson Show. Please subscribe and go and have a look on my own website, www.stuesimpson.co.uk, where you can find my Patreon, which helps organize and pay for these shows you're all amazing and thank you ever so much for the support and just for listening look after yourself take care of each other get your jab if you can and wear a mask we love you bye